0: Hi, guys, and thank you for watching another episode of Live Free Podcast or listening. If you're listening on Spotify or any of the major podcast channels, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Listen, real quick here, um, just want to get on here. And God wanted me to actually share some things uh, about the revelation of a finished work. Revelation of a finished work. And this this information that he has given me is going to actually help you in your position of prayer. So when you begin to pray, you're going to be elevated and praying from a different position. A lot of times when we are, we are in prayer, we're praying from a position of uh, us being in and surrounding the circumstances that we are praying about. But in this video, God is wanting me to hone in on the revelation of a finished work so that you're praying from a position of authority and you're praying from a position of already victory. You're not praying to get to victory. You're praying from victory and there's a difference. So today we're going to be talking about, there's got a few scriptures here for the revelation of a finished work what Jesus has already completed on the cross. We don't have to beg. We don't have to grovel. We don't have to, to crawl and ask. We have already got the victory. We're just Knowing your right position and playing the right position is going to help you gain ground and victory over the things that you're praying for and asking God for. So today I just want to start with the word revelation. Since we're talking about the revelation of a finished work, we're going to start with the word revelation. What does it mean? And I know that we've heard this word in this term before several and many times, but the word revelation literally means to uncover. And I'm going to be looking at my notes here on the side It means to uncover, it means to unveil, okay? Um, In the Greek, the word revelation is derived from the word apocalypse. So apocalypse simply means to uncover, to unveil, to take the covers off, to take the veil away, so to make known through divine inspiration. So when we are even reading the word of God, the word of God has to be revealed to us, It's not enough to just read the Word of God like we're reading an ordinary or secular book. The Bible is a supernatural book. So we have to read the Bible and the Holy Spirit has to unveil the Word to us. And this is vitally important in prayer and it's vitally important in you winning um, victories and you're gaining ground because if you're praying from a position of your surroundings, then you're not elevated, and you're not able to pray uh, for the, pray to receive the victory. You're praying from Lord, give me the victory when you already have it in Christ Jesus. So the Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Seated is a is a a, a position. So if we are seated together with Christ in heavenly places, then we are seated and we are elevated in a position that we are praying in victory, not we're praying for God to give us the victory. We already have the victory, but knowing your position is going to be key when you are, um, praying. And when you are trying to, uh, release some things from the heavenlies and so that it may manifest in the earth. So revelation just means to unveil, to uncover, to make known. Um, and the only way to actually walk in the things of the Lord, you have to have a revelation. It's not so much about the word of God as it is about the revelation of what you are speaking. So in other words, you have to have a... rev When you're praying and you're doing warfare and you're doing spiritual warfare and you are um, in a position... Um, and you're praying to, uh, to release some things and to bind some things and to lose some things. You're praying from a position of already revealed knowledge, and that is key. That is key. It's not enough to just have information. It's not enough to just have the word of God. You have to have the revealed word of God working in your life. Meaning, um, if I'm just praying words and I don't really have a revelation of what I'm. I'm saying, or the revelation of the words that I'm speaking, then they're not going to be as effective and as powerful as they would be if you have a revelation. Um, I'll just give you a good example. So, a good example would be something like, um, just say your your parents have put you in charge of the house. You already know you and you in charge, okay? And your parents say, okay, you in charge of this, this, and this. And when we leave or whatever, whatever, they have given you the authority over the house. Um, over everything that happens in the house while they're gone, including the other kids that are in the house. So you are already in the house knowing that you have that authority, but you're going off of the words of your parents that they gave you before you left. So instead of them just saying y'all in charge, you have a more de- a revelation of I'm really in charge. And you walk in that authority when you know, when you have a, a revealed knowledge of what The word is all about. So having a revealed knowledge of the word. So I'm going to give you a few scriptures here. So the first thing he gave me like six points. So the first thing he says, the revealed word of God. So when you are praying. Um, And sometimes when we pray, we don't see things happen because it's for a massive amount of reasons. But one of the reasons is because you don't really have a revelation of the spoken word of God. You got to remember in the Bible, the Bible, the entire Bible, this is Jesus in word form. So Jesus, the Bible says the word became flesh and dwelled among us. The word, the word, the word, the word in the Bible became flesh and dwelled among us. Meaning those words are literally Jesus. That's him it's just, he's just in word form. And that's just the revelation of the way I re- I got it. So I just want to share that with you. So the, the first point is the reveal word of God. So the only way you can get the reveal word of God and get a really a revelation of the Word of God is through the divine inspiration of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to reveal the Bible to you. And if the Holy Spirit is not revealing the Bible to you, you need to be praying and you need to be asking God to reveal the word of God to you. And my prayer usually is, Lord, help me to see you the way you see yourself. Because sometimes when we are down here in the atmosphere, and the earthly realm, and all these things that are going on around us, and so many travesties and, and atrocities that are going on, it's hard for you to really get a divine inspiration or a supernatural interpretation of what the Word of God is really about. So my prayer is, Lord, help me to see the Word of God and hear the Word of God the way you see it. In other words, it's not enough for me to see it. I need to see it from an elevated level. I need to see, see it from me see, being seated in heavenly places. So the reveal word of God is what you want. The reveal word of God. Okay. Number two, it says, um, he said, command your day. This is where you're going to find your success. This is where you're going to find, you got to be suited and booted in this in this hour. Suited and booted. What do I mean when I say that? Command your day. You want your day to be successful. You want your days to be successful so that if any opposition even come your way, you're already suited up. What do I mean when I say that? Ephesians 6 and 12. It says, put on the full arm of God. So the way that I do that is when I'm in prayer, I command my day to be successful. So, so there's a difference. There's a difference. I'm going to show you. So saying, Lord, I command. Lord, I pray that my day is successful. And I pray, no, I'm not praying my day is successful. I'm commanding my day to be successful because remember, you are speaking the ruah, the breath of God, the word of God in you. So you're speaking the word of God. You're not asking. You're walking in. You're walking in the revelation that you already know that you have, not asking God to give it to you. So there's a difference in that. So, Lord, I command my day to be successful, that every piece of ground my feet should tread upon is my ground to take. Um... Uh, thank you, Lord, that I'm seated in heavenly places, that I'm the head and not the tail. So I command this day to be successful. I put on the full armor of God, Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6 and 12. It says, put on the full armor of God. So the way that I pray that, I say, I, I put on the full armor of God. I put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the sword of the word, the shoes of the gospel, and the belt of truth. Having done all to stand therefore my loins girded up to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. And I'm telling you, when I put on this, suit every day them darts coming but they won't penetrate no weapon formed against you that's why the bible says the weapon may form but it will never prosper and that's why because as long as you're walking with that armor on and as long as you are praying from an elevated position and you are speaking from an elevated position and the enemy know he see he knows those that don't know the word of God and don't really have a revelation he has the revelation more than more than believers do Because he has, in order for him to do what he do, he has to know the word. So you have to be speaking from an elevated position, from a revealed knowledge. And you ask and you pray and ask the Holy Spirit, give me the revealed word of God. I want the revealed word of God. I want to be able to see this word the way Christ sees the word, the way it's intended for me to see. I want to have 2020 in the spiritual realm. Okay? So the third thing he said was, it is finished. He said, stop asking for what you already have stop asking for what you already have you already have it so what you do is if you're aligned with the kingdom of god then you know by position of authority if you've ever been a director a manager a vice president or any kind of in any kind of authority in any capacity you know what your uh, allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. And, and the job that they give you to do, they expect you to do it. You don't have to keep going back asking your manager or asking your director or vice president, oh, should I do this? Oh, should I do that? So the only way to really understand this is to kind of relate it to the natural realm. So if you know you are in a position of authority, even as a parent, even as a, a supervisor or whatever you're in your position, you don't have to keep running back to the person who's over you asking them what you should do every day all day. Think about that. Because if you kept doing that, then you're not necessary and they don't need you if they got to do your job. So God says, stop asking me for what you already have. I have finished it. The work is finished. It has been finished on the cross. And this is a good revelation and a way to see the word in another light. Instead of you saying, Lord, please let this happen today. Lord, please. No, my day is going to be blessed. I command my day to be blessed. I command everything in this day to be lined up with the kingdom of God. Because God says 'I'm the head and not the tail. And I move in him and walk in him and have my being. You see how that works? So... said it is finished so stop asking for what you already have and just speak it and walk in it and know that that's your position that's your authority okay number four it says he said pray and ask god to reveal his word in a different way so pray and ask god to reveal his word in a different way so i'm going to go to matthew 13 um verses 16 so matthew 13 verses 16 It says, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. For surely I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear and do not hear it. So then he goes on to explain the parable of the sword and he get, begins to explain. This is God is very methodical. He's very he's he's a he's a master architect. Okay. So after he tells you that blessed are your eyes because they see, he then go on to give you the parable of the sword to explain to you why people receive the word and it doesn't take any root. So then he goes to talk about the different seeds that were sown on stony ground, the seeds that were sown, you know, on different grounds and all that type of stuff, and in verse 18, but he said, but blessed are your eyes because you see in your ears that you hear. See, a lot of people, they know the word of God but they don't have a revealed knowledge of the word of God. And when you have a revealed knowledge of the word of God, you walk in a different type of authority. And not only do you walk in a different type of authority, but things move when you, when you speak the word of God, things actually happen. God's manifested presence dropped down. I'm telling you, there are things that I have spoken, things that I have said, and things have been moved out of my way. Move, not because of who I am, but because of the revealed knowledge that God has given me, knowing my position, playing only that position that he has given me, and walking from an elevated level. We're not walking to get to victory. We're speaking from victory. You already have the victory. You just got to know how to walk it out. So you don't ask, stop asking God to give you stuff and start commanding your day and and, and alignment with the kingdom of God, not give me this, give me that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about align it with the kingdom of God. Okay. So then I'm going to go on to uh, Matthew 16 and 13, where it says, Peter confesses Jesus as Christ. This is a great example. So he says, when, he, when Jesus came into the region, Matthew 16, verse 13, it says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his, his disciples saying, who do men say that I am? The son of man, who, who do men say that I am? And so they said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, others say Jeremiah, one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? You know, and so then he goes on to ask them that. And then so Peter just basically said, he answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him and said, this is your key. This is key right here. When Jesus says this, he answered them and said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys to the kingdom. See, you get once you get the revelation of who God is, now you have the access. You see how this works? And I'm telling you, these scriptures are in methodical order. God has put these scriptures in place because he's showing you, okay, because you know this, now this is what you're going to have as a result of your revelation. You see how he goes on to say behind when they answer a question, how he goes on to say the reason why things are going to happen. So just like in the other scripture, so it says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will will be loosed in heaven. So he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. Okay, so what happened in that verse with Peter? Peter said, you are the son of God. And he, and he said, um, flesh and blood has not revealed that to you. So first and foremost, what did I say? Ask God to have the Holy Spirit reveal the word to you. But what was God talking about when he said, upon the revelation of who you are, I'm going to build my church in the gates of heaven. Hell should not prevail against it. You see where I'm going with this? So basically what he was saying is, upon the revelation of, upon you getting this revelation of my word and who I am, I'm going to build the uh, uh, my kingdom and the gates of hell. See, the gates of hell can't prevail against revelation. It can't, re- it can't prevail against a person who knows the word of God and who has a revealed knowledge of the word of God. And that's what God was saying. And, and, and remember when I was just saying a few minutes ago how when you speak, things move out the way. So the gates of hell can't prevail against that. You can't prevail against somebody who know their position, somebody who has a revelation of, of, their, of their kingdom of God, somebody who actually has a revelation. You can't the, the kingdom of darkness can't prevail against that. And so Jesus was saying, because Simon, God revealed to Simon Peter who he was upon that revelation. And I know sometimes the verses looked at like, Um, And it can be looked at in a lot of different ways, but the verse can be looked at like, oh, because he knew Jesus was the son of God. No, he was saying the revelation that you had is what I'm building my church on. So I'm building my church on the revealed word of God. That means you got to know in your knower. You got to know who God is. You got to know that word is real. You got to know how that word works. You know what I'm saying? And you got to have it has to be more real to you than the things you see in the physical. That has to be more real, the heavenly things. So then um, he gave me um, number five. It says your words and thoughts will need to align with the kingdom of God. I was just saying that your words and thoughts has to align with the kingdom of God. You can't be thinking one way this this minute and then the next minute you're thinking another way. You got to have a stable and foundation. Your foundation has to be sure because the Bible says a double-minded, a double-minded man is unstable in all he does. He should not expect to receive anything, right? So we have to be stable and sure your words ha- and your thoughts have to align with the kingdom of God. You have to know that when that word is spoken, it's quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any, two, any two-edged sword, rightly dividing in soul and spirit. You have to know the word of God is what's going to, the word of God the Bible says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word stands forever. This is the very word that's going to come back at the end of all things and destroy the kingdom of darkness, right? The word of God, out of his mouth, the word. So that's how powerful the word is. And if the enemy can keep you blinded, and if he can keep us in a um, state of uh, uh, blindness, spiritual blindness, and keep us from the revealed knowledge of God, then he'll keep us always in a position of defeat. Okay, so then the number number six, and lastly, it says 2020 in the spirit. Ask God to give you 2020 in the spirit. Um, so the Bible says, without the vision, the people perish, right? In Habakkuk 2 and 2. So you have to know and have 2020 in the spirit when it comes to the revealed word of God. When it comes to the revealed word of God, you have to know and have the vision. And you have to have that 20-20 in the spirit where you're seeing accurately. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray right now for everyone listening under the sound of my voice. Everyone listening, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you remove the blinders from the eyes of the people. And I pray that you will unstop the ears in the name of Jesus. And I pray that they will have a heart to perceive. And the word of God, that they will have an unveiling, that they will have an apocalypse, Oh, God. That you will remove the veil and you will lay it bare and uncover that word that that word will be revealed knowledge. And Lord, we thank you right now. We bind every mind-bending spirit that would try to sit on the minds of people, that would try to confuse people and mislead people. We come against false doctrine. We bind it in the name of Jesus. And we pray in the name of Jesus, where the ears have been stopped up, we unstopped the ears. And we pray, Lord God, that your sheep know your voice and that a stranger's voice, they will not follow in the name of Jesus. So Father, I just release the fire of God to consume every evil spirit at work to consume every hindrance, every distraction and every delay that will try to hinder and to try to blind the people of God when it comes to the word. I pray that the ears would be unstopped. Right now, we release the fire of God to annihilate, to assassinate every spirit of witchcraft, every spirit of uh, that wants to bring confusion and twist the word of God, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we release, Lord God, the anointing, Lord God, that destroys the yoke and removes the burden. So right now, Father, we thank you for the impartation, Father God of the revealed word of God, an impartation of wisdom, an impartation of knowledge, and an impartation of understanding. We're asking, we're seeking, and we're knocking, and we release that into, the, into these people, into, into into the lives of your people, that they may walk in the fullness of your word, O oh God, that they will not be retreat, they will not back up, they will not be confused. But in the name of Jesus, they will be forcefully advancing, because you said the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing constantly. And so, Lord, we thank you for it. We release it now. and the power, in the name of Jesus, we pray. That's all I have for today, guys. I want you guys to go out and to have an excellent day. Until next time, I will see you in the next video. Bye, loves.